For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. A person is dead after a crash near Durham. Coming up, I'll explain what we know from investigators and how the scene could impact your morning commute. Storms are possible today. We have a level one risk for severe storms. I'll show you the hours when we're most likely to see these in the area coming up. And thousands of people are stocking up on water after service was shut off to their entire town. The challenges they're facing as crews work to fix a major leak. Tough to be waking up to that issue, but easy to be waking up to this gorgeous sunrise. How about starting off our Monday with all that color? Good morning, everyone. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, how about closing out July with a nice, comfortable day, temperature-wise, yes. certainly. <laughs> and Amy, well within WRL Severe Weather Center, it does include that marginal risk for severe weather, though. We do. We have the level one risk for severe storms for everyone today, but it does feel pretty good outside right now, and the heat's backing off this week. But everyone under the level one risk, the biggest threat for any storms today will be some strong damaging winds. This morning, it's quiet locally, but to the north and west of us, we do have some scattered showers, some heavy downpours, but most models indicate this is going to fall apart before it gets here. Our better chance for showers and storms will arrive later on this afternoon. Here's around lunchtime today. Things are mostly sunny, but then once we get into the second half of the afternoon, around 3, 4 o'clock, we'll start to see these storms fire up. And within some of these storms, we could have some heavy downpours and some gusty winds as well. For the evening, we'll have some scattered showers and storms, especially south and east of the Triangle. A live look at Clinton. Very pretty start this morning. As I mentioned, it feels pretty good. 70 degrees right now in Raleigh. So outdoor exercise, things are looking good this morning. But again, we'll be dodging some of those storms later on this afternoon. Brian. It is 6.01, Amy, and we're following breaking news between Durham and Chapel Hill. A deadly crash has closed a section of I-40 westbound there right around Highway 54. Kelsey Coffey is at the scene this morning keeping an eye on the situation and gathering new details. Kelsey, what have you learned? Brian, one person is dead after the crash happened here behind me underneath this overpass. Uh, overnight, this section of the westbound side of I-40 has been closed for more than five hours since the accident. Drivers are being rerouted onto the NC-54 exit to go around the area where police have been investigating. We'll get you straight to video now from the breaking news tracker. Police are investigating the scene. They are searching for evidence markers. One that stands out is a pair of orange sneakers. We're still working to learn more about who was killed and how this crash happened in the first place. But this section of I-40 will be closed until 7 a.m. So, Brian, how can we explain to drivers how they can work around that? Well, Kelsey, we are already seeing some big delays showing up on the sensors right now on that westbound side, beginning right around 751, extending all the way out to 54. If you're trying to get to I-40 westbound this morning, consider taking 54, maybe using 751 to get to 54, and pick it up from there, from the ramp there from 54 onto 40 westbound, you're in good shape. Also, 15501 could be an option for you there between Durham and Chapel Hill. Seeing some delays on 440 westbound this morning between Glenwood Avenue down toward Wade Avenue. That's some of that overnight paving work that continues this morning. And there's a report of a minor crash on 40 westbound between the Clayton Bypass and Business 70. 
Brian, thanks. New this morning, an eight-year-old boy is in the hospital after being thrown from a car in a crash in Nightdale. The crash happened around 1030 last night on Meadow Run off South Smithfield Road. A deputy from the Wake County Sheriff's Office tells WRL the driver was speeding in a neighborhood when he crashed into a tree. The child was not properly wearing a seatbelt and was thrown from the car. He was taken to Wake Med. We're working to learn more about just how badly he's injured. This morning, the people of Mount Olive are waking up without water. The town shut off the lines at 8 o'clock last night to fix a water main break. Officials say they had planned to turn the water back on at 6 this morning, so just a few minutes ago. We don't know if that's happened yet, but we do know when the water is turned back on, the town will be under a boil water advisory. So a lot of folks scrambled to grocery stores last night to stock up on water after it was announced that the town would be shutting off those lines. Town officials say the break in a 12-inch line on NC-55 started a couple weeks ago, and it's been leaking 50,000 gallons a day. The town says its water lines are over 50 years old and just outdated in some places. The boil water advisory will be in effect until sometime tomorrow. A road is back open this morning after a three-vehicle crash in Garner. The WRL Breaking News Tracker was on the scene last night. This was on Benson Road near Timber Drive. We're told two pickup trucks, a car, and roughly six people were involved. An officer on the scene tells us one person went to the hospital. The injuries, though, are not believed to be serious. The officer says the crash was caused when a car ran a red light, hitting one of the trucks. Some disturbing details about a robbery in Durham. The FBI says two men posing as utility workers entered a couple's home and held them hostage in their own home as they robbed them of more than $150,000 in cryptocurrency. This all happened April 12th, but the prosecutors say the men who had come from Florida had been watching that home for days. Prosecutors say once they got into the house, the men used zip ties to hold back that husband and wife who were both 76 years old. They forced the man to transfer the funds from his account to them. They called a third man in who gave instructions over the phone for how to make those transactions. An FBI complaint charges that man and one of the fake utility workers with kidnapping and conspiracy to commit kidnapping. A criminal complaint for the third man was not listed. New this morning, Australian authorities are calling off rescue efforts for a helicopter crew that crashed during a joint exercise with the U.S. The country's defense minister announced this morning that the four crew members have been declared dead. The effort will now turn toward recovering their bodies. The helicopter crashed into the sea off Australia's eastern coast late Friday. It happened during large-scale military drills involving the U.S. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, at least 54 people are dead and 135 people are injured after a suicide bombing in Pakistan. Uh, this happened at a political rally. The massive bombing happened yesterday. They say it targeted a rally of pro-Taliban cleric. Uh, funerals are being held today. Nobody has, uh, has claimed responsibility for this bombing as of this morning. Thanks, Michelle. A popular Chapel Hill Deli was badly damaged by this fire earlier this month, but it is now serving up catering orders once again. The owner of the Mediterranean Deli says he hopes to open up, full, open up fully in a temporary location in the coming weeks. The business is now filling catering orders and event bookings from the Story venue just down the street on West Franklin Street, about a block away from where the fire burned through that deli. That was July 22nd, the date of this fire. A GoFundMe for the deli's employees has raised more than $200,000 since the fire.
Ukraine appears to be taking the fight to inside Russia after explosions erupted from a drone strike in Moscow. Three drones damaged several buildings in the business district. People who watched the attack happen say it was like a wave that made everyone jump. Russia's military says it shot down all the drones. Authorities briefly suspended flights at a nearby airport. According to Russia's state agency, only one person was hurt. This is the fourth time the capital has been attacked in recent weeks. Former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago property manager, who was recently indicted, doesn't have a lawyer ahead of his first court appearance today. That's according to NBC News. And as of late last night, Carlos de Oliveira has not secured an attorney. He was indicted last week alongside Trump for their alleged mishandling of classified documents. Oliveira is expected to enter a plea today in Miami. Meantime, Trump is defiant amid his legal troubles. He held his first rally in Pennsylvania since the new charges were filed. It's a great badge of honor because I'm being indicted for you. An attorney representing the former president denies accusations that he and his employees tried to delete surveillance video from Mar-a-Lago. An American nurse and her child vanish in Haiti, kidnapped from a Christian nonprofit. Growing concern from U.S. officials as the island nation falls further into lawlessness. A law criminalizing certain books giving to kids faces a legal challenge in Arkansas. The new ruling from a judge just days before it was due to go into effect. Not bad out there this morning. 70 degrees in Raleigh right now. We'll get up to 88, so not too hot this afternoon, but we will dodge some storms. I'll walk you through our storm threat for today coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. Welcome back. I'm meteorologist Amy Wilmoth in for Elizabeth this morning. It's beautiful outside this morning. Check out all the cameras on the WRL live cam network and it feels pretty good outside too. Check out Roxborough, 63 degrees right now. It's 72 in Fayetteville, 65 in Goldsboro and 65 in Rocky Mountain. And dew points aren't that bad. It's a little sticky down here to the south with dew points in the 70s, but everyone else in the 60s. So outdoor exercise this morning, it feels great to do that. If you want to take the kids to the park today, the best time would be the first half of the day. We'll be dodging some storms this afternoon. Really, it's after lunchtime. We'll see some of these scattered showers and storms develop, and we do have a level one risk for severe storms, but it's not as hot today with highs in the upper 80s. Just about 612 now, still following this breaking news on I-40 westbound between Durham and Chapel Hill, where we have those westbound lanes closed as they investigate a deadly overnight crash. You can see all that traffic being diverted on the ramp to up to, 40, uh, to 54 and then back down. And that's creating pretty big delays, starting all the way back around 751. Try to pick up 40 westbound from 54 or 15501 to get on the other side of that. Tracking another big backup in the triangle this morning. This is on 440 westbound with some overnight construction lingering into the morning commute uh, right now. This is part of that repaving project. You can see they have a lane blocked right around the Glenwood Avenue interchange. We're up to an 11 minute delay on 440 westbound. Two brothers are facing murder charges this morning after Fayetteville police say they killed a man. Officers arrested Devante and Adrian McLean for the death of Lorenzo McLaughlin. 
Investigators say McLaughlin was shot Saturday on Stanbury Street. Police say after communication on social media, the McLeans drove to where McLaughlin was and shot him. Both are charged with first-degree murder and felony conspiracy. A judge in Arkansas is blocking part of a law that would make it a crime for bookstores and libraries to give certain books to young readers. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed the law earlier this year, and it was scheduled to go into effect tomorrow. It would criminalize allowing young people to access books and other materials that are deemed harmful by the law. That includes books that talk about sex. A lawsuit claims the law violates the First Amendment. We're learning new details this morning about a shooting that sent a 17-year-old to the hospital. Rocky Mount police say they've arrested 30-year-old Keontae Stallings and charged him in connection with that shooting. It happened shortly before 8.30 Saturday night on Burton Street. People nearby tell WRL they heard at least six shots. That person who was shot is in the hospital, the 17-year-old, in Greenville and is listed in serious condition. Thousands of people in the African country of Niger are protesting after a military coup that ousted its president. Demonstrations erupted outside the French embassy yesterday in support of the military leaders. This comes after France and the European Union said they would cut off financial support to the country. The Biden administration is launching a website for its new student loan repayment plan. This new approach comes shortly after the Supreme Court rejected the president's initiative to eliminate student debt for millions of borrowers. During the trial period, students can access the website and apply for the new program. The website will be fully functional starting next month. The president's new plan aims to reduce monthly loan payments for some borrowers and potentially decrease the overall amount they have to repay over the lifetime of their loans. African-American mayors and city council members from across the state met in Rocky Mount over the weekend. The black elected municipal officials summer conference opened discussion on community wellness with local government heads. Rocky Mount's police chief Robert Hassel and North Carolina Public Safety Secretary Eddie Buffalo Jr. spoke at the event. They shared the importance of engaging communities. And those relationships are everlasting and the foundation, the basic principle of your communities. Now, the group has more than 500 members from cities and towns all over our state. Tomorrow is August 1st, and that means communities across the country will be celebrating National Night Out. It's an annual community building campaign promoting police community partnerships and neighborhood camaraderie. The event aims to enhance the relationship between local law enforcement and the communities they serve by encouraging people to come together, get to know one another, and build a sense of community. As always, there will be block parties, cookouts, parades, as well as safety demonstrations across North Carolina. The offices at Robinson Community College are extending their hours to help more students get ready for the fall semester. The school's student support services offices will be open from 7.30 this morning to 7 p.m. today through Thursday and from 8 to 7, August 7th through 10th and August 14th through the 17th. This will give more opportunities for students to get registered and complete their financial aid. Classes will start on August 14th. Thousands of people are still without power this morning in the D.C. area after severe storms over the weekend. This is a small sample size of the aftermath in Washington. Folks there will spend another day trying to clean up the damage. You can see several trees and power lines are down. Some roads are even blocked because of the debris. The National Zoo was closed Sunday because of the damage. 
We're 616 right now on our Monday morning. Amy Wilmoth is in the WRN Severe Weather Center. We're taking a look at radar right now. I love these cooler temperatures to get things started. It does. It feels nice today. And the big heat will not be with us today and really most of the week. High temperatures in the upper 80s. But looking at the radar right now, we do have some activity to the north and west of us. Models don't have a good handle on this situation. They're not showing any of this. But we'll keep watching this to see if it creeps into some of our counties. It's getting a little bit close to Person County right now. No lightning showing up with this, but definitely some brief heavy downpours with some of the shower activity north and west of us. We do have a level one risk for severe storms today. I wouldn't anticipate any severe storms until later this afternoon and during the evening commute. The biggest threats today would be strong damaging wind gusts and some brief heavy downpours. So here's a look at future cast. I'll pause the clock here around lunchtime today. The first half of the day is looking pretty good. Again, we'll watch those showers north and west of us to see if they hold together as they move in. But for the first half of the day, most of us are in good shape. And then once we get into the afternoon, after lunchtime and during the evening commute, we'll see some scattered showers and storms. We'll have a weak disturbance over us, and so we'll have the potential for some of these storms through the evening. But then once the sun sets, the activity will die down, and it will be quiet overnight tonight. And a couple of isolated showers or storms will be possible again tomorrow. But a better chance of rain today, about a 20% chance for rain through noon, and then a 30% chance at 1 o'clock, a 40% chance later this afternoon and through the evening commute. And with any of these storms, again, we could have some strong damaging wind gusts and some heavy downpours as well. A live look at some of our cameras right now in Durham at 70 degrees with a little bit of cloud cover there. Same thing in Fayetteville, some clouds, a temperature of 72. In downtown Raleigh, what a pretty start this morning. It's 70 degrees and the dew point's not bad. We're in the upper 60s right now. So it still puts us in the steamy category. But when I stepped outside this morning to come into work, I thought it felt pretty nice, especially when you compare it to what we dealt with last week and into the weekend as well. Today, temperatures are not going to be too hot, so getting the dog out for a walk, getting the kids to the park, doing some outdoor things will be okay, but we will be dodging some showers and storms this afternoon. Our high temperature today, 88 degrees. The normal high this time of year is 90, so we'll stay below that for the next several days. Upper 80s through about Wednesday, mid 80s on Thursday, back into the upper 80s by Friday, and then it's going to feel a little bit hotter into the weekend with high temperatures in the low 90s. But we'll be watching the radar for the potential for some of those storms today, Brian. All right, Amy, it is now 619 and we're still following this breaking news in Durham. I-40 westbound closed right around the 54 interchange. You can see where Durham police have all of those lanes blocked and they're diverting traffic up the ramp to 54 and back down. All that uh, traffic being squeezed into that one lane is creating some pretty big backups leaving South Durham. They now begin before you get to 751. If you can pick up 40 westbound from Highway 54 and maybe 15 501. Those would be the two best options for you this morning, trying to get from Durham into Chapel Hill. It looks like our overnight construction is now clearing on 440 westbound right around Glenwood Avenue. You can see they're picking up those traffic barrels out there. We're still seeing about a four-minute delay on the westbound side overall from 87 to Wade Avenue. And as we zoom in there, you can see those backups showing up right around Glenwood Avenue. There's also a report of a hit-and-run investigation in that general area, so look out for some police activity on the side of the road. Brian, thanks. And I feel like we're on fire here know, with this right? uh, tall tower cam view. It's Just beautiful. a gorgeous sunrise happening right now. A third indictment against former President Trump could be coming soon. Heightened security in Atlanta, where a decision about charges is expected any day now. And the U.S. women need a strong showing in their last group stage game at the World Cup. We look ahead to this crucial match with Portugal less than 24 hours away. First, here's a look at your winning lottery numbers. We'll be talking about what's trending next.
What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. We've been seeing a lot of videos of fans throwing things at performers. Now we're seeing a performer fighting back. Yeah, how about this? Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending, Brian. Cardi B strikes back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she reacted strongly to a fan throwing a drink at her on stage. Check oh. it out. There it is. There's the drink. So she threw a microphone into Wham. the crowd. <laughs> She's not taking that. Yeah, I read about this, but I had not seen the video until right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people who responded online are defending what she did, saying that people need to stop throwing things at the stage, which is kind of a given. Yeah. But, yeah. She's wearing a swimsuit, swimsuit cover-up, but got soaked with that. She's got a pretty good left arm, though. That's a pretty good throw. They, mm-hmm. they retrieved the microphone <laughs> and threw out the person who chucked the drink at them. I mean, in the heat of the moment, I can't blame her. Be good for her. I'd be yeah. mad, I didn't know too. she was left-handed, either. Yeah. Stop this stuff. <laughs> Nonsense. Mm-hmm. All right, actress Michelle Yeoh is celebrating her wedding after a 19-year engagement. She and motorsports racing executive Jean Tote recently tied the knot in Switzerland. They met back in 2004, and Tote proposed after one month. They've been letting this one simmer for a while. (laughs) And and she said yes, you know, back then, and 6,992 days later, they tied the knot. And I only know that number because they put that on their uh, wedding program there. But did you catch that uh, James Bond movie poster there? Uh, Michelle Yeoh was in Tomorrow Never Dies, and so they put their faces on there, Love Never Dies. So there they are, officially married. (laughs) Worth the wait. Brian, thanks. Canada and Australia are playing soccer right now, the Women's World Cup. You can watch that action on Fox 50. Our news on Fox 50 at 7 a.m. will air on WRL News Plus. You can find that on Channel 34 over the air, Spectrum Cable Channel 1257, or in the WRL app on your smart TV and mobile device. And we're less than 24 hours away from the final game of the group stage for the U.S. women in the World Cup. They need a win or a tie against Portugal to guarantee they will advance to the knockout stage. You can watch that game live on Fox 50. It starts at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. Coming up next on Today, NBC's Molly Hunter reports from the training ground where the U.S. team is preparing for this crucial match. And she got a chance to speak with veteran star forward Megan Rapino about it all. Today airs at 7 o'clock right here on WRAL. People in Mount Olive have water issues this morning. The town is under a boil water advisory until tomorrow after crews shut up all the lines last night in order to fix a major leak. And we have a little bit of rain showing up on the radar north and west of us. I'll show you when we have the best threat, the best potential for some severe storms coming up. And breaking news this morning in Durham, where I-40 has been closed for nearly six hours. What we're learning about the investigation there after a crash that left a person dead. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 